The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, from the Algarve to the Atlantic coast and Porto to Pastes de Natin, Portugal is one of our most popular holiday destinations, as independent travel editor Polo Canila will be telling us. Polo, good morning. Hiya, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Now, those custard pies, <laughs> they are addictive. For any of us who go regularly to Portugal, they're, they're really lovely. You have to try and limit it to three a day. That sort I think of that's thing. realistic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're so cheap. Well, you go in, you have a, a yeah. little coffee and a, a custard pie. I did that several weeks ago and it cost me €2.35 for yeah. an espresso and a pastel donata. So there you are. Now, let's talk about the numbers. Most people of the almost half a million Irish people who go to Portugal go to the Algarve. They do. And and, and this is probably you would have guessed this, but I asked the, the Portugal tourist office here in Ireland for a breakdown of where we go. Uh, uh, 277,000 trips to the Algarve last year alone. So that's right up there with a destination like Lanzarote at the top of the charts for us. And after that, it's it's you're really the numbers drop off. Like just over 100,000 of us go to Lisbon every year. And beyond that, 35,000 of us go to Porto. And then you're really getting into smaller numbers once you go everywhere else. But I think as anyone who's been to the Algarve recently will know that there are really crowded touristy jammers spots but you can still get off the beaten track and in our age of kind of mass and over tourism it's worth seeking those out even if you if you're looking at a day trip or an adventure in the afternoon rather than a whole holiday now uh, in the Algarve um, Algarve it was what yeah. it was called what does that mean? So that's that comes from when I don't know whether the correct term is Moorish rule or Muslim rule but that's what it's historic it's historic uh, sort of development was and it means the West and it was for centuries under before the tourists descended it was under Muslim rule and you'll see that in the Arab influences in the architecture and the whitewashed towns and there's a beautiful market that you may know in Lulay for instance which looks like I, it could almost be something you'd see in North Africa if you're in, in Tunisia or you're in Morocco, a place like that. When you're inside, then you have the lovely crafts uh, and the pasty donata and the fish and counter the, and the, the workaday stuff. All of that is yeah, it's a real, it's a mix of kind of the touristy stuff. So, as one woman said to me, I was buying a fig and almond bar, and she said it's a natural energy bar, and I paid my two euro for it, and then I got this whiff of fish and you walk down towards the end of the market and you hear the tonk, tonk, tonk of them hammering the fish away on the counters and the lads sharpening their knives for them in the corner. So it's 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 still very mm. much, if you look for it, you have that heritage. It was only yeah. in the but, 70s. Lole itself is a, a very, very much like a, a small uh, provincial town in yeah. Ireland. There are loads of little shops. You yeah. know, there are some of the, the bigger uh, chains would be there, but mostly it's little shops. It's a sweet spot between it kind of is sustained by its tour, the tourist visits, but it's not overwhelmed. So you'll see you walk past a shop with some fella beating copper and making the pots. And then the next is a cafe with lots of tourists taking break from the market. And then I, I met another woman who was selling handmade notebooks that she had little blue fish on them, like they echoed the Azaleo tiles. And she said they're inspired by the fish that my mother used to eat when this, you know, mm-hmm. Algarve was a fishing you know, village now, th- region. There are other places. Yep. It's not just uh, about uh, the, the heart of the, 
the sunny Algarve, Albufeira, Faro, that uh, nexus. There are other places to go. Yeah, in, you mean in, in Portugal as a whole? Well, Olhau and oh, te, sorry. Tavira. I, in, in the Algarve, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's what I, I'm trying to encourage people this year, Jeff, because I walked through Albufeira, Pat, and, and I, you, to be honest, you would be hard pushed to know it's in Portugal at some points. The signs for the seven euro all day English breakfasts and the bars and all that. And it's great. I'm sure it's great crack and all of that. But yeah, there yes. is a strip in Albufeira. Uh, yeah, <laughs> even more now, though, you know, that lovely tunnel down to the beach, even all around that is is full of. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't want to sort of pass judgment or anything on that because there's different kinds of tourism and, and we like different holidays at different times. But beyond that, yeah, the Ria Formosa is, is just beside Faro. Amazing natural park there. You can take tours of it. There's boat tours. You can do uh, an oyster fishing um, experience with a group called PT4U. Portugal and there's like you mentioned there are villages like Alhau or Tavira even Lagos and Sagres which is mm-hmm. right at the west coast have that more authentic feel to them remember the Algarve is just under 200 kilometres long from the, the west Atlantic coast to the border with Spain it's astonishing the variety that's squeezed yeah. in, in between. the extraordinary thing uh, is that you can you go across to Spain and they're an hour ahead <laughs> you know, are they yeah <laughs> that's the point <laughs> Portugal is our time and uh, Spanish uh, obviously is Central European time I completely forgot that so, so you're, you just, you're setting you're changing your time going <laughs> <laughs> just driving across the border <laughs> anyway and, and it's well worth it. you can go to Seville which is a wonderful place to visit as well yeah. but very hot in, in summer what about going north Lisbon and maybe Porto. Yeah, so a tale of two cities here. Uh, Lisbon is the, the, the uh, for many people, the first city break they'll do in Portugal. And it's a beautiful European atmosphere. The old town, the hills, the kind of the pastel coloured buildings. It's like a pop-up book come to life and has the the, the kind of, it has the, the, the grand European set piece squares and that. And then the old towns like Alfama and Chiado and Wonderful markets. Have a look at the Time Out Market is a great place to see kind of the best of Lisbon under one place. But I I think if you're looking for something a little more offbeat um, and Ryanair has a new route to Porto from Shannon this year, you can also fly there from Dublin and Cork. It's like, let's say, the Cork to Lisbon's Dublin, if I can put it in that term. Another beautiful layout. This one split by a river with with a really sheer kind of rise up the hillside on one side and dominated by the Ponte Dom Louis, which is the double decker metal bridge across it. And you have the port warehouses down and the terraced bars down on one side. And then you have this old town, the, the, the winding medieval streets and the churches um, mixing in with the kind of cosmopolitanism of, of funkier, more modern bars. And it's a smaller city and it's easier to get around and you can take a funicular up and down between the two levels. So if you're looking for something, let's say some people use it as a, as a base to explore the Douro region as well, which if you're familiar with your Portuguese wines, it's obviously big for those. And of course, mm. it's the home of Port, which, yeah. you know, Porto. So, so be- two good cities break options I wouldn't go to either in July or August being honest yeah. uh, uh, but in, in the shoulder season uh, if you can get to Porto yeah, it's gorgeous There's a Camino Yeah and um, the, the Camino routes as you know uh, fanned out like like if you know that the scallop shell is the symbol of the Camino and the base of it has all the lines going from different directions in the back so they all head towards Santiago de Compostela but one actually starts in Porto and heads north along the Atlantic coast, through some gorgeous off-radar villages, past the beaches and ends up in Santiago that way. It's 260 kilometres 
I guess you could walk it in two weeks being ambitious but you can also do little stretches you don't have to do the full thing and it lands you in Santiago as well so that's that's a really uh, let's say it's gaining in popularity but it's it's lesser known if you if you go on the, the last 100k of the French way uh, in peak season you'll see how just how kind of oversubscribed it is now and, and a lovely alternative we should not forget the home of Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> and people many would not have even heard of Madeira yeah. if it hadn't been for Cristiano yeah that's true um, another direct flight available people a little known uh, from Dublin Ryanair flies directly to Cristiano Ronaldo airport in Madeira incidentally where you'll find the first bust of him and then you'll find a statue and then you'll find a museum and they're certainly milking it but I want to pitch sort of Madeira as an alternative to the Canaries but you have that mild weather you have that vo- those yeah. volcanic beaches and the lovely rocky formations but this is kind of more of a lost world green feel to it lovely hiking its waterfalls are astonishing. If you just look at Madeira on Instagram, you'll see what I mean. And natural swimming pools along the coast where, similar to Lanzarote, they have walled in natural formations to make these kind of sea water pools by the coast. But it's a gorgeous, if you go again off season, if you're interested in, in walking and you're interested in somewhere with a gentle pace of life, but still distinctly Portuguese, you'll still see the, the kind of the, the cream and black coloured tiles underfoot. You'll still be able to get your pastel donata. You'll still be able to say obrigado. Expensive to get there? Not so much to, to Madeira if you go, like obviously July and August, everything is at peak price but I'm looking at prices for Madeira in September, October. You can get it as a package and you can do it for a week from uh, between four and five hundred per person. So for seven nights, that's not too bad. Same as you'll do for the Algarve. Paula Canila, travel editor with The Independent. Thank you very much for joining us. Travel on The Pat Kenny Show. Thanks to Ryanair. Flying you to over 200 destinations is our business. What you do there is yours. Um, just looking at a headline before Paul leaves, uh, more than 15,000 holidaymakers have seen their flights cancelled after a, a storm suspended activity at Gatwick. Have you heard of that? This is just uh, hearing this now. EasyJet axed 54 flights due to depart from the airport yesterday. Uh, further 55 grounded today. Oh, that's terrible. That yeah. is terrible. If you, you you know your rights, if your flight is cancelled, the air, the airline is obliged to give you a rerouting or a refund. But bear in mind, if you go for the refund, all your other rights stop there and then. But yeah. if you go for the rerouting, you can you get can. the hotel, you can get the the, the sustenance and the transfers. Yeah. I know it you can might be, be a waiting. Pain. Yeah, you, you can know, given the the demand for travel at this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Flightrights.ie is a good website to look at for that. Very good, Paul. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.